0: Hello, Float Magic fans. Um, I have Robin Bailey with me today to talk about some of the services that she provides here at Float Magic. So she's been a great addition to our center. Um, Robin and I were connected a long time ago, uh, when years ago, yeah, yeah, a couple before of years before I before I started the process, we were actually connected through. Uh, I had made mention I was opening a flow center, and they said, "Oh my gosh." I know someone else that wanted to do the same thing. So I said, well, put me in touch yeah. because those types of people are my people. Yeah. So yeah, we got connected and, and it's been a beautiful friendship and a real great, uh, I, for me, she's been a great friend to help me grow and expand. I concur. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, but I I thought it would just be appropriate to have her come on our podcast today and talk
1: about what it is she does here. So
0: kind of give you the floor, Robin.
1: Okay. I'll just kind of give you a little bit of information about who I am, my background. Um, As far as professionally, my background is as a clinical social worker, and so I um, did did clinical social work, primarily trauma therapy, using the um, therapy called EMDR for 10 years. And um, through that whole process of doing EMDR and, and working... With people with a lot of trauma, I became interested more in the energy work because there's everything's held in the body. And with EMDR, we really go into the body and what's being held in the body. And um, so I started a process of learning more energy work, and I took some Reiki classes and did some um, Reiki classes online and did get my Reiki master's. And um, started to decide that that's the direction I wanted to go with my practice, rather than uh, traditional therapy. I want to do more of the energy work with people to help move that um, the trauma, the emotions, the belief systems. It's all energy, helping them to move it through their their body and release it and transmute it into the energy that. That they need, and it's a very beautiful process because I get to um, assist people in using. Uh, it's their energy; it's not my energy. I'm not exerting my energy. It's it's like your energy, mm-hmm. Shawnee, that is moving through your body and healing your body. And I get to activate and lighten up those codes in the body that help you to um, go through that process, so that there's more of that holistic, complete healing.
0: Yeah, and it it, it you can actually really feel the benefit I mean I've done several Reiki sessions <laughs> with Robin and it's something that I'd never really tapped into prior to um, having Robin at the center I know it was a practice that I'd heard about and was fascinated with in fact even as a nurse I um, I could get my continuing education credits by doing some Reiki courses so I actually considered, considered doing that myself um, but the being in a session with you, Robin, is it's extremely relaxing. Oh, I'm good. It's very, it's, it's, you feel as if you've kind of had this weight lifted after you're done. And that's probably a lot to the fact that you're working that energy
1: mm-hmm. yeah. through our body, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. part of, of the process. Part of the process. Yeah. It's, um, the energy is, is. Tr- always changing, and mm-hmm. so it transmutes. And so we have the choice of either experiencing life as painful and as suffering, or we can um, we work. It's like a, a reworking or a lightening up of, of that energy, and we can see start to see things differently. And so a lot of times people um, come out of a session and. Uh, Feeling like more of a blinders are are off, like what you said, feeling mm-hmm. lighter, um, feeling that uh, they've actually released things that have been stuck in their body for a long time. Some people get uh, spiritual insights, some people get just insights into uh, what has been going on in their life and what to do next. So, there's uh, some people experience. Um, healing um, relief from physical pain Mm -hmm. in the um, sessions and assistance in healing from I've had people come in from like after surgeries and and it just assists them in being able to heal it and a lot of it has to do with the body relaxing when the body can relax and the energy can go where it needs to flow to where it needs to um, heal in the in the body and it has and it just opens up all those Um, Energy points, naughty points in the in the body, and helps for that process. Well, yeah, and
0: I and I felt like that often. Like sometimes there's, I feel like I have like blocks. Like I'll get like chest pains, Mm -hmm. you know, just from feeling like, oh, I've got something I got to work through, or or maybe my neck is out, Mm -hmm. or like my lower, you know, my sciatica. Like like there's. There's books out there that talk about trapping energy mm-hmm. in our body and that turning into a physical ailment. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense that people are seeing physical relief right. when when they can work through uh, this process. Um, Vanderkolk's,
1: you know, how the body keeps
0: the score right. comes to mind.
1: And well, I was just gonna say in my um, EMDR training is, and this always really stuck with me. Um, well, actually, it was in my uh, master's program, I had to read this book called My Stroke of Insight, and it was about a neurologist who had a stroke. And so she used um, her recovery from her stroke as an um, experiment. She, you know, she was like, oh, I wonder what is happening in my brain mm-hmm. as I'm recovering from the stroke. And so um, one of the things that she found was that it actually only takes... Ninety seconds for an emotion that starts in the limbic system part of the brain to um, move through the body. Go, you know, it's a chemical reaction that moves through the body. You said ninety seconds. Ninety seconds. Okay. Ninety seconds. When we allow ourselves to experience the emotion, Mm -hmm. but a lot of times when it's an emotion that is uncomfortable for us, we stop it someplace in the body. Wherever we stop feeling that emotion, that's where it gets stuck. And so when you when like when I was doing EMDR, and it's the same with um, the energy work that I'm doing where where you're feeling the pain or the discomfort in your body, that's where you're holding that emotion or you're holding that belief system in in your body and so um, with like with EMDR, I'm doing eye movements but with energy work I'm just um, moving my hands over your body or my hands might be laying on your body moving that energy through you and um, and it's actually um, when you're able to to focus or, you know, become aware, I guess focus mm-hmm. isn't a good word, become aware of where that's at in your body, then it just starts to dissipate. It yep. starts to dissipate because you're giving it the attention that it needed that you weren't able to give to it at that before. Moment.
0: Yeah, and then I've definitely noticed that in some of my sessions where it... Especially with the MDR, mm-hmm. where you had, had made me aware of something I was holding in my body. And so when those emotions or those situations would arise again in the future mm-hmm. that caused that to come into, you know, the yeah. the pain to be aware, I was like, oh, that's, I need to work this through my body. Right. This is this is where I'm holding this. Mm-hmm. I absolutely need to to go back to those tools and just push it through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's such a powerful process when you really connect this mm-hmm. back to this right. in the healing. Mm -hmm. In the healing, and that and that's one thing. I I mean, there's a place for traditional medicine. I totally believe in that, Um, and so I'm not talking against that at all. But I do feel like in the ways of anxiety and depression and dealing with these traumas, Mm -hmm. that too too much of the medication out there has disconnected our brain from our body, and that's the mechanism in which they try to treat things. Mm -hmm. But where the real healing comes is when your brain
1: connects back to your body. Yeah. And And especially to your heart. Your heart center, that that energy center of your heart, is when it when we actually live our life through our heart space. Mm-hmm. That's when um, we're more expansive and open. We have more joy. We're doing the things that we love. We treat people differently because yes. we're not using our brain. Our brain is very linear and categorizes things, whereas the as the heart sees the whole mm-hmm. and um, and just allows whatever's. Occurring, And so that's really, that's my focus really when I'm doing the energy work is to really get the full body back in to flow and yeah. get it so it moves out through the heart. Yeah, which is, yeah, gives me warm fuzzies and
0: <laughs> <laughs> just talking about it. So, so yeah. And then I know um why we felt Reiki was so complimentary to us here is because You're working on the energy flow Mm -hmm. through the body, and then we're working on allowing that space Mm -hmm. for people to process it. Right, yes. And so, I mean, how do you think flotation therapy maximizes the benefit of Reiki sessions?
1: I I love it when people come in, um, see me and they're either doing a, a float before or a float after. So most people choose to do the float after. Mm-hmm. And is what, um, they have told me is that when they do the, the float after it actually, the energy that was being able to be moved and released, they're able to go into the float. You're already in that meditative state and even more was able to be, be released. Or maybe they had the opportunity then to, um, lie in the float and just cry, mm-hmm. you know, because, um, they were able to just feel safe and held and, and they were, you know, alone and they could just completely release everything. Mm-hmm. It, the two together are such a powerful practice. And so really I, that's what I recommend to people is with that. I, I prefer that people schedule so that they can do a float and, and a Reiki session, if that's feasible for them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, though, do a, um, like a Reiki session, and later in the week, do a float, a float. and that, and they still find great benefit with sure. that as well. And but I mean, just the the two pairing together. There's so there's this inner inner weaving, you know, that go that goes on, and in the energies, of the two different, the both types of therapy help or assist us to work through things a little bit differently, but they weave together. Mm -hmm. They weave together.
0: Yeah, well, and a lot of the information that we get from our Reiki session, I mean, it's personal, self-reflective information. And so when you can take that into the float tank Mm -hmm. and you can have even greater self Mm-hmm. exploration and self-awareness of, of what those things really are doing for your body. I mean, that's where PTSD victims really benefit from. Mm-hmm. I know they benefit greatly from Reiki, um, but also in the float tank is mm-hmm. because, because it is such a body process. Like, you don't have to go through the cognitive right um like talking through the experience right. or talking about what happened to you mm-hmm. you know those things you're aware of but it's how <laughs> it's how your body <laughs> and i talk I with that. my hands so much um it, but it, it's it, it's how your body holds on to mm-hmm. it that it i mean the mind can let go of it or maybe the mind doesn't need to
1: let go of it it's the body yeah. that matters it's it truly is is the body that matters it doesn't so like i have people come to me and say why i don't have a specific memory of the trauma but i know something happened and it's you don't have to have a memory of it it's um everything is stored in our bodies mm-hmm. everything is stored in our bodies and so um, all you have to do is be in contact with our body, a lot of times you don't have to, so our brain wants to name everything, we don't have to name the emotion we mm-hmm. don't have to name the mood we don't have to um, name the trauma or or the. You don't pain, have to identify it. Right? There's yeah. there's no identifier exactly. It's um, this felt sensation in the body, and mm-hmm. so with. Reiki, you're you're able to experience that felt sensation in the body. In the flotation, when you're floating, you're able to experience that felt sensation in the body. When we allow, that's what I'm talking about. The 90 seconds mm-hmm. is th- that's why it only takes 90 seconds. When we allow ourselves to experience the felt sensation, and then it releases. It just it no, we know what to do with it. Our body innately knows what to do with our it. Our brain and, and body is already mm-hmm, programmed exactly to do, to handle it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and a lot of times we've forgotten. Yeah. So it's really a call um, with Reiki. It's a call back to remembrance.
0: And and with trauma, I mean, it's it's well documented. Of course, trauma changes and adapts the way Mm -hmm. that we deal with circumstances. So Mm -hmm. it's for a survival process, right? right? Mm -hmm. And so so our natural process almost gets hijacked Mm -hmm. by this other alternative adaptation Mm -hmm. that. We think in that moment is going to keep us safe in other future experiences, and so so how does Reiki really play into that hijacking of those adaptations?
1: Well, um, it it all continues. It always goes back to the body. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, it goes back to experience those those felt sensations. When you when you experience those felt sensations, is what happens is the energy system opens up when when we've um adapted to to oh can you think of the word to um behaving in Mm -hmm. a certain in a certain way in certain situations it's actually an energy blockage something is uh, an energy system is blocked somewhere in our body so for example um maybe you're holding it in your shoulder and you have shoulder pain well when there's that shoulder plane pain there's it's blocked you know that the um the pain is blocking the, the flow of energy through your through your body when you have a pinched nerve it's blocking that flow of energy through your that transmission yeah Mm -hmm. and so when you're so that's how so how reiki um affects that is that it because it does help you to release that um felt sensation and so that the energy starts to to flow with ease and with freedom then uh we have that then our the brain, so there's a brain-heart coherence, and so that brain and heart come into coherence, and then we respond how in, how we know innately how to do it, mm-hmm. and it's very natural. That's what surprises people is it's very natural. Um, it's like, well, of course I would respond that way, and it's and then it's like, oh, but I didn't. It's like because there was there was a a block. That yeah, there was that, that adaptation. Heart, yeah, yeah, that blocked that um, heart-brain coherence. Yeah,
0: so. I I mean, and I love that science is 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 really integrating more of mm-hmm. energy yeah. like they're studying it more they're understanding they I mean with all our biofeedback mechanisms mm-hmm. we're able to really track how these um practices and services right. outside of traditional right. um, practices are really benefiting people right. I feel like it's a really exciting time to be in the study of the brain and the body, mm-hmm. neuroscience, yeah. and it's fascinating what comes out. Yeah. Um, it's fascinating what we see here in the center, isn't yeah. it? Like yes. The healing that gets mm-hmm. to take place.
1: Yeah, just the yeah the release and relief. Mm-hmm. You know, people are like, oh, you know, finally. Yeah,
0: yeah. They they could have been working on mm-hmm. issues for years, mm-hmm. months, years, yeah. and. They've. I've seen them do sessions with you, and and they change. Mm-hmm. I've seen yeah. them step out of the float tank and, and changed, yeah. They're glowing. <laughs> yeah, and, you know they've they've just let things go. Yeah. and and man, it's rewarding to be in this space mm-hmm. to be able to witness. Yeah, to witness that. So yeah. I'm I'm super grateful you're here with us. So I wanted to let you talk a little bit about what. Uh, what do you recommend, like uh, Reiki sessions? How, how would somebody know that it's time for them to come try a Reiki session?
1: So anytime that um, you're feeling stuck in life, is a is a great time for a reiki session i have a lot of people that feel that go to therapy and and feel stuck in therapy Mm -hmm. coming in for a reiki session actually helps as you go into your next therapy session to um to be able to receive and to uh, learn more even through through that being being able to open up more being able to um Be more open to releasing more of that trauma. Mm -hmm. So, uh, anytime that you, so really, anytime that you feel stuck, stuck in life, uh, a lot of people really like to come in for Reiki or energy healing sessions when they are at a crossroads in their life, um, needing to make decisions, um, or at a crossroads spiritually, like Mm -hmm. uh, what. I, I'm not understanding what I'm learning. A lot of times, um, doing an energy healing session can give you that that clarity. Can open up the the third eye chakra, that intuition center, and help you to experience what it is that you need to experience. Um, people who are in physical pain, is um, energy healing sessions are really really good for physical pain. People who are healing from um, surgeries or an injury coming in and doing energy healing sessions are, are going to be very, very beneficial. Um, yeah. I, 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 trauma, uh, if you've experienced trauma it's definitely recommended. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, and I can definitely speak to how I've utilized Reiki mm-hmm. right alongside my counseling sessions. Mm-hmm. And and how much more it's it's like a symbiotic effect, right? Mm-hmm. Like they really benefit one another mm-hmm. when when I can go to counseling, talk through and then come back, do a Reiki session that really helps me put all of that
1: insight and awareness into practice. Yeah. So it's, it's an integration. It is. That's the other thing is integration. Anytime that you need to integrate any kind of um, experience, uh, doing an energy healing session is really helpful for that.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely can attest to that. <laughs> integration is the hard work.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. Integration is the hard work. Mm-hmm. And, so, and so with that too, one thing to realize is that with energy work, there's integration that needs to happen after that too. And that's... Why floating afterwards is very helpful for for people is because it helps them to integrate um, all the the information that their body downloaded and um, experienced in that Reiki session. It's also... um, True for when you leave a energy healing session, that you continue some sort of practice, whether it's going for a nice walk, um, making sure that you're doing a five minutes, even five minutes of meditation, just mm-hmm. sitting and breathing. I mean, you don't even have to do a specific breathing activity; just breathe, right. you know, for five minutes. Or, um, but but there is there is an integration. You have to allow yourself to to integrate. Uh, in, back into everything that your body downloaded and learned from that energy session. Yeah.
0: well, and that's why we have spaces here that mm-hmm. people can just come and be like this chill space, right, right? Come it's, journal, journal. Yeah, come journal, come sit, come come listen to a meditation or music. Um, don't I n- never want people to feel rushed mm-hmm. getting out of here because yeah. we're doing powerful work in here. Mm-hmm. We're, we're allowing space for people to do some powerful work on themselves right and and rushing back out into the community or right back to work or mm-hmm. i mean if that's what you have to do it's what you have to do but if you can allow yourself yeah. that space yeah yeah it just it just Becomes a much better.
1: But the trick with that, yeah, the trick with so there there are definitely times when you're like, oh, I just I just need to come in and do um, a float, and that's all I have time for, Mm -hmm. or the 15 minute massage chair, or a, a Reiki session. You know, that's all I have time for, and then I have to get back to to work. The trick with that is that then you plan for something after you're done with work to integrate. So maybe it is um, going for a walk, or, or journaling, yeah. or listening to your favorite music um, on the way home. Yeah. Uh, another re- a good thing to do is on your way home at every stop sign, take a deep breath and make an audible ex- exhale. Just sound weird; it doesn't matter because nobody. Generally, nobody else is in the car. <laughs> so you know, just go. I, 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 Aww. Aww. And you know, because that calms the central nervous system, and yeah. it helps when our central nervous system is is calm, then we're able to integrate information that's and so um, if if that's what you have to do is leave right away, um, have a plan for when you um, do have the, a little bit of downtime. No,
0: that's excellent advice <laughs> yeah. Robin's full of it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, well, I just want to thank you. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with our clients and our listeners. Yeah. Thank um, you for having me. That yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, you're just an absolute gift. So. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, Be sure to tune in to all our podcasts. We'll keep putting information out there that's relevant and helpful and useful. And even with Reiki, sometimes it's good to be salty, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) So just stay salty, friends.